welcome everybody to the Wood Center Coffee Time Chats. We're here today with Kieran Baines. All right, hello everyone. We're very excited to welcome our guest, Kieran Baines. She's a registered dietitian who is also the owner of Food Ventures Program and Kiki's Cookies. Hi, Kieran. Why don't you start us off by telling us a bit about your businesses? Cool, okay, sure. Thanks for having me. Um, so I guess I'll start off with my um, the first business that was mentioned, Food Venture Program. Um, in a nutshell, it's an online um, educational platform for food entrepreneurs that want to bring their ideas um, into a retail-ready food product. And so unfortunately, all of our classes are online on Zoom. Uh, but when we first started the business, and I say we because I have another business partner in this, um, but when we first started it, we were um, running our classes in person uh, with like actual entrepreneurs and we were uh, delivering these classes to municipal small business centers across Ontario but right now it's all obviously online um, yeah so that's that business and my background by profession is I am a dietitian I did my undergrad at Western University in nutrition and dietetics um, and then I did my master's at U of G and so I've since then stayed in Guelph because I just grew a love for this city. But um, because of the networking that I did throughout my master's at the University of Guelph, that's how I met my business partner with Food Venture Program. And we started this business like about three months after I finished my master's. Um, and so, yeah, I was running that as of January of 2020. And then with the pandemic, um, honestly, <laughs> for lack of better words, I got really bored of just sitting at home and running these programs online. I mean, it was great meeting people, but I wanted to get out. And so um, I kind of just started my bakery business out of boredom. And the fact that I, I had a cookie product that a lot of people loved, and it's, it's very niche because it's um, a wheat-free cookie and it's full of locally sourced ingredients. So I don't use like granulated white sugar. I just use honey as a sweetener. Um, but my goal really was with the pandemic, I was kind of inspired to support local even more than I have been before. So I went out of my way to source local honey from Guelph beekeepers. Um, I sourced my eggs from a local egg farmer in Guelph as well. And so it's kind of like a local project, um, but also it's a wheat-free, very gourmet and dense cookie that's full of different types of mix-in. So I only have that one product right now and I launched that in December of 2020 and it sells at Market Fresh and the Sunday General Store in Guelph. So that's where I'm at, but I'm hoping to expand my product line eventually, but this was just kind of like a good way to test the waters and see um, how the sales were and so far so good. So yeah, it's very exciting. Uh, it's amazing about your ingredients. I was kind of reading about it. Um, like when we, I also own a small e-commerce bakery. So when we were finding our ingredients, I know like we struggled to find like the best products and what would be like what everyone would love and which one works better. So the fact that yours are all locally found is amazing. Yeah, um, it definitely wasn't easy to source the ingredients. That's yeah. for sure. Um, what would you say like would be like the most challenging part of starting your own business? Ooh, um, that's a really good question. I feel like it's really easy to just, you know, have an idea and 
a lot of a lot of entrepreneurs that we see going through our programs have ideas, but the biggest issue is executing the idea and executing it smoothly as well. Um, I think I can really just speak like my most recent business venture has been this bakery business and um, a lot of other businesses that I started before have just been service based businesses where I'm more of a consultant and providing my expertise and knowledge. But now that I'm providing a physical product, I think the biggest um, hurdle has actually been the overhead costs up front because I didn't have funding and I started it from my own personal savings. And I'm at the point now where I'm looking for funding because the startup costs are a lot greater than I think a lot of people think. And that depends on what kind of business you're starting. But for a product-based business, it's, it's usually one of the biggest hurdles. For sure. Like when we started ours, like it was, it's me and my sister and my cousin. So like we have a lot of support, but we're also very scared starting this because this is our first everything and just jumping into it was like very difficult. And we just had to like kind of take that step and then see how it went. And so far it's been good. We only started a year ago, so hopefully it goes further. (laughs) But so far so good. And are you selling your product somewhere right now or like? Um, Right now it's just all online. So people order and then we deliver to them, but we're hoping to maybe move to shipping and like reach out to markets. But as of right now, it's just online. Right. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. And I think it's been really interesting to see a lot of food-based businesses pop up during the pandemic. And I think a lot of it just has to do with people have like lost jobs or like they've reduced their hours with their jobs. And so the recipes they always had in mind are now things that they want to commercialize and bring to market. But yeah, it's uh, the pandemic has brought a lot of interesting new business ideas along. That's for sure too. So, And like when we were doing this, we were really scared for COVID and everything. And like making sure our whole sanitary precautions are in check with all that. So like, how about for you, for your business? How has that been? Um, t- thankfully, I produce my cookies in a kitchen right now where no one else is producing. And so mm-hmm. it's really just if I clean the place well while I'm baking, then it stays the same the next time I'm in. And I'm the only one baking as well. So I don't really have to worry about anyone else in the kitchen while I'm there. So, so far it's been very smooth. Um, but yeah, I haven't really had that problem. And, um, I know in Guelph, you have to go through like licensing for your business and, and for food products. Anyways, there's a lot of steps you have to jump through. And I, first of all, incorporated my business, um, that way I'm like not liable for anything. If anything, if anyone were to get sick, um, that was the first step I took. And then of course, like getting your license, your Ontario license and your municipal license. So like. There's all those legal steps too to consider, but um, it's just a matter of doing it. And I think a lot of people don't even actually know what licensing they need. Um, And we've seen during the pandemic that a lot of food-based businesses have actually been shut down um, because they're not operating with the appropriate licensing and insurance that they need. But um, yeah, that's, I mean, I hate to like kind of go back and forth, but that's what Food Venture Program does is we help make sure food businesses are operating legally as well as helping them uh, bring their product to market so so far it's been it's been fine and thankfully I have the background knowledge to have taken care of all the sanitary stuff as well so yeah that's for sure because like when we were doing ours we were really scared about like the legal stuff so we did as much research as we could but we also like reached out to other businesses to learn a little bit about theirs 
So I guess your program, if we had found that, would have been perfect to learn about like the legalities with all like starting your own food business and stuff like that. Yeah, for sure. And like, we're happy to consult with anyone, even just one on one, aside from if you're not in our program as a student, as part of our cohort, uh, we do have one on one consultants on our team as well. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um, what would you say is like the most interesting or exciting thing about owning your own business? Um, you know what, the thing I love the most and that I'm like, not okay to give up <laughs> is the flexibility and the freedom of um, implementing your ideas that you have the second you have that idea. Um, there's that part in terms of flexibility, but then also the flexibility of like making your own schedule. And um, I used to work full time as a dietitian in a hospital in Guelph, or it was like, um, like, um, kind of like a hospital and long term care home mix. And um, I just felt every day I was like, I just, I just wanted to be able to make my own schedule. And it was like, absolutely impossible to do that. And so I think the flexibility of doing that as an entrepreneur and being able to implement your ideas without having to like, you know, get them approved by like, you know, a board of 10 people. Um, it's so liberating and it's so exciting to see your ideas just get propelled forward. And if they don't work, they don't work. You just move on and think of something else. So it's the freedom and the flexibility. Yeah, like for sure with us and like coming up with ideas, it's so like interesting to try new things and like try and see what people like and what works and what doesn't work. But like having the freedom to be like, oh, I made this, this is my idea and putting it out there is very exciting. That's mm -hmm. still you know, for sure. Yeah. Um, what would you say was like your inspiration like behind starting the whole innovation, the food venture program? Like how did that start? Um, well, I've always had a passion for food product development. Uh, Basically, when I was a dietitian, I also, like, aside from working at the hospital, I was running my own consulting business on the side of my full-time job, and I was going to uh, trade shows, like food trade shows, and what I was doing is I was basically, like, offering marketing services to food businesses um, that would give them an edge because the dietitian was doing the marketing for them, so I had a few companies that I was doing, like, media type marketing for so I would take over their social media channel or um, there was another company who I did an interview on Rogers TV for them to like advertise their product um, and so it was kind of just something I was doing for fun on the side so I was on the more of the marketing side but I started to grow a love for product development because I was working directly with the owners of these companies and watching them put out new products every so often. And I was like, this, this is really cool. Like they had the idea to launch like a puffed quinoa product. Like, whoa, that's, that's kind of innovative and cool. Why can't I start doing that? So yeah. that's when I realized like my passion is not for clinical dietetics and I knew it never was, but I just didn't know what it was. And I found my passion there. And so, um, I, I realized, you know, I can't, I was starting to apply for jobs outside of the hospital in like marketing, like proper jobs aside from just my consulting and like full transparency, no one wanted me um, because my education was really focused in clinical, like medical nutrition. And so um, I had to pivot somehow. So my way out was actually to go back to school, do my master's at the University of Guelph 
And to be very honest, it was a thesis-based master's, but my, my whole goal was to go back to school so that I could take advantage of the networking opportunities on campus. Doing my thesis and completing research was like secondary. It was kind of just something that I felt I had to do because I was, I was back on campus. But I knew that the university had an incredible network in the food industry. And so I tried to tap into it as much as I could, go to as many events on campus as I could. And that's where I met my business partner. Um, she was actually teaching a marketing course on campus, like a kind of, it was like a free course for entrepreneurs that you could attend. And I was very inspired by her. I thought, wow, I want to do what she's doing, but with a food lens on it. I want to teach people about how to market food products. And it was just an idea I had. And so I went up to her after her seminar and I was like, can you teach me how you started your business? And like, how are you even teaching for the University of Guelph if you're not a prof, you don't have a master's? I was just like, tell me what you did. And um, it happened to be that she she had an idea um, because a recent, um, like there, there's an incubator program in Toronto that used to exist called Food Starter. And they actually shut down and lost their funding. And unfortunately, the educational programs that they had running for entrepreneurs uh, was shut down as well. And so she found that there's this huge gap in the market. Entrepreneurs are coming to her for help. And she doesn't have a background too much in food. She's more of just like an incubator coordinator, um, has an expertise in marketing and business startups, but was lacking the food side of things. Um, so when she met me and knew my interest and the fact that I was a dietitian, she was like, we would make perfect business partners. So uh, we brought our ideas together and we started Food Venture Program last January. So it's been, uh, thankfully to her business expertise and my food background, we, we complement each other so well. And it's funny because though she's my business partner, she's also been an incredible mentor to me as well. So. Um, she used to work at Mars Discovery District, so she has like a very um, solid business startup foundational way of like teaching and educating our entrepreneurs. So long, yeah, that was a long story, but that's, that's how that came to be. And so I always tell students like your number one asset when you're in school is to network because that's what propels you forward and like I mean, sure, I, I had job offers after I finished my master's, but I didn't take them because I knew this, I had faith that this business would fly and it really has. So, yeah. <laughs> That's amazing that you two met. Um, it's just fate that like you both worked out together. Uh, I honestly, when we started, I didn't realize how much like marketing is like how important it is when starting and like really getting your business out there, especially on like social media and stuff like that. Luckily, my sister does all the marketing stuff and she has all that background. I don't, but um, yeah, that's especially like with us, like when we started, we didn't really know anything. So it really helped to reach out to people and learn how important how marketing is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And like leveraging your network, too. It's even just word of mouth marketing, I think is still the strongest. Despite social media, I still think word of mouth yeah. is like the strongest way to market to get marketing and sales. Um, what was I gonna say? <laughs> uh, okay, um, I guess we can 
finish off with, um, if you had one piece of advice you'd give to someone wanting to start their own business, what would you say to that? Um, hmm. I think I would say, don't be afraid to like execute your idea. I think we see a lot of entrepreneurs just sitting on their idea and not taking it anywhere and just like continuously ideating, but not executing. And so even if your product isn't perfect, get it out there. Um, Cause I always say prototyping is so important, but there is a stage where you can't perfect your product unless you get it out there. Um, I'll be honest, like if, if I and also say this, if you're not embarrassed, um, uh, about the very first product you launched or the first iteration of your branding that you launched, then you haven't grown. Like I have to say, I'm very embarrassed with the first cookie that I, I launched into Market Fresh. It was a disaster. And somehow they still had faith in me that my next batch would be better. And it was, and every, so it's only been like seven orders now, seven batches that I've delivered, but like it keeps getting better. But if I had never launched it, then I wouldn't have had that feedback and I wouldn't have known what to change. And so um, just get out there and learn how to deal with getting feedback and use that feedback to improve. So because you won't get feedback otherwise. Yeah, so the same for us. Like my first batch were awful. I like look back at the pictures and I'm like, oh, my God, how did I give that to people? But like <laughs> after practice, I'm like, listening to what people say and like what their feedback is uh, for sure our cookies look much better and they like taste better so it's for sure like the first step is going to be harsh but like you just got to push through to the end and yeah then the results you want. yeah yeah totally and I think it like it's kind of um it's kind of scary getting feedback from a food product because it's food and you're very like at least I was very attached to my recipe and I developed it and I like my heart and soul was in it and so like hearing people say things that like were critic like more of like um constructive feedback was yeah. you have to learn to not take it personally, especially with food items. That's for sure. All right, Kieran, I want to say thank you so much for coming and taking the time to talk to us about your businesses. Um, I really enjoyed learning about them. And next time in Guelph, I hopefully I can stop by the fresh market and get some of your cookies because they look amazing. Thank you. Yeah. Let me know what you think. Open to feedback. <laughs>